The good news of total fulfillment of Jesus having the victory over all things on our behalf unconditionally is that he took sin and death and hell and Satan once and for all away. And in that complete victory leaves us kind of like we're Adam and Eve back at the garden deciding if we want to partake of the tree and go our own way or follow God. It's kind of just an back to that space again of free will choices. And I believe that as a result, our lives can be sort of summarized up at the judgment day, if you want, if you want to view it this way, as our being either, drum roll please, life takers or life givers. I think that you could probably assess, yeah, we're, we do both, right? But I think you could probably on the scales of eternal uh, sizing up of a human being, the life taker or life giver, and one is going to weigh more than the other. And I really think that is a way to understand how we are walking our Christian life or maybe even our non-Christian life. I think it's based on being a life giver on the way the Lord Jesus Christ lived when he was with us. Remember, he gave up his desires, personal desires for life to live a dedicated, sanctified existence. That's sacrificial. That's giving up so that we might live. And then he gave his time, didn't he, to reach and teach and pray and speak and communicate with his father. He gave of his holiness. He's walking through a crowd. People touch him. He says, I feel virtue gone out of me. He's giving of himself so that others could be healed like the woman with the issue of blood. He gave up his will his will, not my will, he said to his father, but thine be done. And of course, we know he gave up his actual life on the cross. And that means he gave the world life. What a gift. He was a giver of life. And as a result, more especially, he gives eternal life to those who look to him. That's the ultimate form of giving life to give somebody eternal life. Yes, you can feed somebody and they their body is nourished and they can live longer here. But when you give someone the gift of eternal life, that is true life giving. To me, and in some form or another, all of us will be assessed by how much life we gave to others and, and, and how much life we took from others over the course of our existence. Another way to describe takers of life might be to say that the result of actions either take or bestow life. To take life from people could be maybe summarized with that word sin. That as we take life from others, we are sinning. That is what sin is uh, leveled up to be. God is life, and therefore whatever is not of God is not really living, and therefore if it's not real living, real giving of life, then it must be sin. Think about it. To gossip is to take life, because when you speak evilly about somebody and they hear about it, think about the time that the, of their life that they spend dealing with that Think about the time that they spend of their life trying to fix the lies that we've told. Or if we steal something from somebody, 
and we, we, we take something that they worked with their time and their life to buy and we steal it, then they also have to spend more time to replace it. Not to mention the psychological effects of having something stolen from us. When we harm people's feelings, it takes time in their life to overcome those things and to overcome that damage. And of course, anytime we physically abuse somebody, we're inflicting wounds or when we commit adultery against somebody, we are, we are, we are harming the family. We are harming the, the, the marriage. We are harming the children. We, I mean, that is why it is such an egregious crime or sin because of the life it steals from everybody involved. And it's a heinous thing to come to realize that and to see uh, the detriment that you cause in people's lives through our actions. Of course, if you murder somebody, you're really taking life, right? You're taking, they took a life. And so the ultimate crime of, of taking a life is to kill, which is why it's such a heinous sin. To be a life taker is in some ways also to be a light taker and a peace taker and a hope taker and ultimately a love taker. We can do so much harm that people can become depressed with their life. They can become suicidal. They can become mentally ill because of the life we've sucked out of them through our selfish actions. Uh, those are the works of life takers. The darkness sucks light in and never gives it up. But you, a follower of Christ, are not a life taker. You are a life giver. You are bringing to people's lives the things that make their lives better, more free, uh, more peaceable, more comfortable, encouraging, lifting up. You see the difference between being a life taker and a life giver? It's all in and through Christ. As we follow in his footsteps, we are here for the betterment of those around us. Uh, some people focus on making the material lives of people better in a hundred thousand different ways. Some people provide jobs for others. They, they pay them for weeding in their garden. Some people take time to listen to the heartache of people who have lost or suffered to feed the hungry masses and to provide them with housing and comfort and warmth. We have medical doctors who provide care for people whose bodies are ailing, dentists who fix broken and decayed teeth, nurses and teachers, teachers who inform us with things that are helping us get through this life, responsible parents who have taken the job of raising children well. That's a life giver. You're giving life not only physically, but emotionally, psycho psychologically, spiritually. Christians are life givers, not life takers. All good, all great, all of God. But if you look at the spectrum of life giving, like I mentioned earlier, it's great to feed somebody. It's great to clothe. It's great to uplift. All of it's part of being a Christian. 
but to share life eternal with them, to help them understand who God is through Christ and to bring that light into their life. It's the greatest gift you can give because that life never ends. It doesn't end for them. Now, this is not to put on you that you have to be out preaching and screaming and, and all that, that. It's to put on you that to share Jesus by the Spirit appropriately when led is the greatest source of life that you can give. So we all make the choice, whether we're believers or not, or not are we going to take from people's lives or are we going to add, give to them life? To do the latter is to do what God does, is to support and give life. To do the former is to do what darkness does, to kill, destroy, maim, hurt. Um, the scripture is plain. God is love. God is light. God is life. To be a life taker is to be indulgent and self-willed and full of self-love. To snuff out the light that warms is to take life. To be a life giver and a life saver is to bestow a light that warms. It's to bring him into the picture unconditionally, selflessly, always forgiving, patient, kind, merciful. I suggest that a person can never, ever go wrong with the way they live their life if they decide to be a life giver more or uh, uh, in place of being a life taker. And you do that best, in my estimation, by following Christ because he was the ultimate giver of life. God has fixed the impediments before us through uh, his son, the separation, the wrath, the judgment, the sin, the death. He's fixed it through his son. And we all now have that gift, either calling to us to be received or in our lives. If it's in your life, give it out. If it's not in your life yet, consider it and consider changing from being a life taker to a life giver.